Hello, welcome to Nerd Vomit. My name is Doug. I'm a nerd, and I vomit with me is my co-vomiteer, Christina. What up, nerds? Nerdy vomiteer? Damn, I'm, I'll get it eventually. Yeah. Before we rebrand and change the name of the uh, yep. podcast. So, uh, before we get into like the meat and potatoes of this whole episode, I want to get into a few things uh, left over from last week. Uh, just because we had to call it short yeah. last week uh, due to some noise issues. Um, so I've only seen one episode of it. It's a new game show on, I don't know, network TV? I don't know what channel. Uh, called The Hustler. It's uh, hosted by Craig Ferguson, who we like a lot. Um, he was on the Drew Carey show. He was a voice in, not Moana, what's the Scottish one? Oh, Brave. Brave? Um, he's also just great and funny. Um, love Craig Ferguson. Oh, The Late Late Show, uh, before it got taken over by uh, James Corden. Um, he had a, uh, instead of uh, A.D. Richter, Ian Carmel character, his like, a guy on the couch, so to speak, mm-hmm. was a uh, robot skeleton named Jeff Peterson. <laughs> Let that just sink in. A robot skeleton named Jeff Peterson. Oh, and his also co-host was uh, two people in a horse costume, but they called him Secretariat. And sometimes they'd be able, Jeff Peterson would be able to read Secretariat's mind. But apparently Secretariat thinks in the voice of Morgan Freeman. Like, everything about Craig Ferguson's Late Late Show run was so just crazy. And he was like, look, no one's watching this. CBS barely believes in this. We can yeah. do whatever we fucking want. And it worked. I loved it. Um, basically, it's a... The Hustler is a steampunk haunted mansion among us. Okay. Yeah, is, you were saying this earlier. Yeah, and that's, I, I know that's a lot to compare into. Um, but basically, the premise is that there are these four people, uh, five, if you count Craig Ferguson hosting, uh, in basically like what looks like the Disney's haunted mansion, um, at least like their anteroom, their yeah. foyer, if you will. Um, one of them is a hustler. If they don't vote the hustler off, then the hustler wins all the money. And if they do vote the hustler off, survivor style, uh, every round, then the three remaining non-hustlers, I have no better way to describe them, uh, split the money they get through um, trivia questions. Okay. So it's very, like, that's very among us. Like, mm, red is sus. Yeah. Uh, as the kids say. Maybe probably not anymore. Among us is probably not even cool anymore. But um, it's it's just fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and everything is like, whenever they vote someone off, if they're not. I have a funny anecdote about this song that I'm not going to say on air. Um, about me being in a bubble bath and just not giving a shit listening to the song. I don't even know who this is. Who sings this? I don't know. The like, I'm not gonna write you a love song. Huh? Who? Sarah Borealis. Sarah Borealis. Aurora Borealis. <laughs> David Borealis. That's right. The guy from Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll bring up later. Um, anyway, uh, like 
when they get voted off, they get taken like it's like one of those like rotating Scooby Doo haunted mansion walls. Yeah. Um, it, it's fantastic. Like I said, I've only watched the first episode, which premiered a couple of weeks ago. But I'm actually going to be watching it like uh, on demand. Like, okay. I, I think I'm going to actually follow this as a game show. Um, the Hustler. I I think it's fantastic. I think it's fun. Um, I'm not normally a game show guy outside of Jeopardy, which I mean, Ken Jennings took over for uh, yeah. Alistair Back, and that was very touching and very sweet. And that's um, the one we wanted, right? Or... That's the one I think the money's on. They're gonna have a rotating cast of hosts, um, like they're gonna have James, not Howitzer, but something like that. Um, They've got Ken Jennings, and they've got someone else, like, in the wings. Um, ultimately, I think Ken Jennings, they're going to offer him, like, they're just going to back up a, you know, a dump truck of money to his driveway and go... Host? Host, yeah. Question mark, exclamation point, here's the contract. And money. And money. Um, I watched Death 2020. Which is how was that? It was all right. It was. It started out very. Like, the 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 humor started out very fierce, um, but then got really tame, very okay. toothless. Um, it was done by Charlie Brooker, who does Dark Mirror, which is my big draw to it, as well as the cast of like it's got like uh, Hugh Grant and Samuel Jackson. Lawrence Fishburne narrates it. Um, I mean. A phenomenal cast. Yeah. Uh, the woman that plays one of the most literally average people in Britain, based on like some kind of survey, is fucking hilarious. Because she wonders if when they dump the statue in the river, if it drowned or not. <laughs> and they go, "No, statues don't breathe." And she goes, "Oh, so it managed to swim to shore." And you're like, "Right, you were talking you're about a that." Fucking moron. And it's so funny. Um, but really, like, it started out, like, really, like, oh, this is going to be, like, really highly satirical and biting and, you know, um, topical. And it just, it just kind of petered out um, very early. It, you know, after the first, like, half hour, I was like, okay, I get it. Um, you're making fun of Boris Johnson, you're making fun of Trump, and you're making fun of Biden. And, you know, you're making light of everything that happened during the year and... I get it. Like, yeah. It was. I mean, it was funny. Like, I laughed. It's very British, um, but it didn't have that like sharp, like super sharp, consistent satirical wit okay. that I expected out of um, Charlie Brooker, who did, like I said, uh, yeah. Black Mirror. Um, you want to get a little bit, of, a little bit? Uh, dogs in Wyoming just started howling. Um, uh, uh, about Ghosts of Tushima. I know you just got to the uh, beginning of the third act, yeah. and I've, you know, I'm about a third through the new game plus. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, uh, what was nice is that before you started the the final fights, before going into the third act, it gave you the option: do you want to continue or not? So if there were things I wanted to finish before I went on, I could. Because now that I've gotten into the third act, I can't even go back to the regu- the other maps as of right now, which kind of sucks because I'm like, there's things that I still want to go back and get or finish or try to find before 
moving on but i already finished all the side quests so that was it it's just finding all the little exclamation marks undiscovered like either fox den or haiku or whatever it is but the biggest between that final fight and going into the third act there were some very heart-wrenching moments where i got i got misty your horsey died my horsey died my horsey kage died he was good, so good loyal ka- i think i need mine kage, kage as well for shadow it's like good kage Yep. You deserve the best Kage. One day we'll take a... Yep. I, like, I've been replaying it, so I'm like... He just like, keeps talking to it, and... Yeah. Like, like, let's go, Kage. The longer you play the first and second act, um, the faster your horse responds to you. Yeah. Um, you do get another horse. It's not oh. the same, though. No, and it, it takes him longer to respond to your yeah. whistles. But the other thing that was heart-wrenching, too, is when Taka died. The blacksmith. The blacksmith. Yuna's brother. That one was rough. Oh, it was rough. I mean, he went out like a champ. Uh, but still, I mean, I saw that, you know, you get captured by the Khan, and you get tied up to the posts, and, you know, you're sitting there, and the Khan releases Taka, because he's like, all right, if you kill Jin Sakai, you know, I'll let, I'll let you go, and you could just see it. You could just see it on Taka's face when he was freed, and he got the sword in his hand. You saw it on his face. He's like, Jingo's run, and he's, you just see it on the face of, like, no, I'm going to turn around and try to kill the Khan. And he does, and he gets his ass kicked, and then just right in front of Jin Sakai, just... Well, the Khan is basically, like, mean Donkey Kong in samurai yeah. armor, or Mongol armor, rather. Uh, and the Mongols were not known to be nice people to begin with. I mean, historically speaking. Yeah. So, so um, I felt bad for Yuna because it was her brother and she wanted to protect him, but and she blamed Jin and he's like, no, no, I tried to send him back to you. He wanted to do she, this. She gets there emotionally. Yeah, I mean, she does. But at first, and then. How much have you gotten through the uh, Ishikawa storyline? Because it seems like... I think I have one or two left when I go to find his... Tomo? Yeah, Tomo, because the last one is when she jumped off the cliff, but it's not finished yet. Did you think they were going to make out? Jin and Tomo? Yeah. No? They had a thing. There's a side mission where, like, it seems like he and the female character have a thing. And I'm wondering if it's the Ishikawa... I don't know one or not I'll, I'll, as I go through I'll have to yeah, the other, examine it the other heart wrenching one is when he, he finally got back to Omi Village which is where he's from to get the armor from that caretaker Yuri, Yuri Ka- sure whatever it was but then she goes up California she, roll <laughs> yeah and then she's like just sit on this ledge and, and think with me you know I'm, I'm talking about my mom and then she just sits there and passes away and you're just like <gasps> oh the nursemaid yeah. character oh yeah 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 and she makes the poisons, and that's yeah, how you yeah, get the poison yeah, darts. Yeah, 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 and yeah, at the yeah. very end of it, you sit there and you're like, you're just looking out, you're just you're doing some And like lotus blossoms float, and you're like, oh. And fuck. then you just look over, and he's like, whatever her name is, and yeah. then she's just like. Yeah, that was fucking sad as fuck. That, I had I had finished that one, and then went straight into the one where Taka died, and I was like. I <laughs> <laughs> got like two heart-wrenching ones back. Fuck you, 2020! <laughs> and then, not long after that, is when my horse died. So I had all three of them in one day, like back-to-back. Oh, and I was Jesus. Like, <laughs> it was like January in 2016. When we lost uh, Alan Rickman, David Bowie, and Lemmy. Yeah, and like, I had all three of those, like back-to-back. I back lost to a back. blacksmith, I lost a horsey, and I lost my... Nursemaid or whatever. Whatever. Caretaker. Like, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I forgot about that fucking... Yeah. The, the woman that took care of you. Oh, Jesus, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Oh, I'm not looking forward to getting there. Oh, man, am I not But I did that, like, if I hadn't done them, like, almost back-to-back, where I had her and then Taka and then my horse, I probably would have been okay. It would have been like, all right, this, I'll go fight some monsters. Like, Half the characters in my game have died. Yeah. In the span of, what, three hours, maybe? Yep. As you play it? Um, like, all my... Two of my favorites, and then... But, uh... Yeah, I, I actually... To be perfectly honest, um, you haven't forgotten how fun that game is. It's I the have. best first hack-and-slash game I've ever played. I am it's enjoying so it. It's so fun. Like, I forgot how engaging it was, uh, how challenging it was, how many, how much shit you have to do. Yeah. Um, if you're not starting like Game Plus to yeah. build up your resolve, well, there's a lot to life. do if you want to just you know build everything up. But if you just want to go through it, then good luck. Well, and it's still a you know probably if you want to slam through the storyline, it's probably a good like 30, 40 hours still. Yeah. Which is you know decent for. My friend Brian is playing it, and his friend told him just do the. Just do go the ahead. main storyline. <laughs> Don't do the side missions, and I'm like. No. Side missions give you stuff. All the time. Well, if you don't do any of the mythic quests, or, yeah, mythic quests. Yeah. Like, you don't get certain armors, you don't get, like, certain longbows. Yeah, like, and actually the, there's one armor that's actually really fucking solid. Um, Isn't that the Go, Go, it starts with a G, right? Gosaku or whatever. Yeah. And it's like orange once you up, upgrade it, and it has like the red, the white hair on it. Yeah, sure. I, I, I customize my guy, like I customize my Genzakai, um, so much, but, um, but yeah, that uh, Gosak, Gosaku armor. Yeah. I haven't unlocked that one on New Game Plus, but, um, yeah, like that armor's fucking tits. Yeah. Um, when you're playing like your first, because it's like massive defense and massive. I think it's health and health and defense or something. Yeah. Um, like arrows do like fifty percent less damage or some crazy shit. Um, on my game plus, I've been doing uh, the Clan Sakai armor so I can max out my uh, standoffs and just eliminate yeah. Mongols as fast as humanly possible. Um, and then doing my traveler cloak, which I upgraded so I unlock sixty percent less fog. Okay. More fog, however you want to look at that. Um, just trying to clear out as much as I can. Yeah. Um, but I'm almost at the end of the, the first act. I'm about to get the Iron Claw, which technically I already have. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I forgot how, how much of a blast that game was to play. Um, coming at it like six months later. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm excited to finally finish up this one and finish the story and then maybe do some legends and Yeah, you were not talking about doing like well, you've gotta get PlayStation Plus to do it. I know. And then doing unless I want to do the individual maybe it'll be a late birthday, early birthday happy uh, Martin Luther King Junior Day, whatever and I'll um you know it's not that much for a year's worth. And then you can decide if it's worth it. I'm actually thinking about getting that weird shark RPG. <laughs> that, like, shark emulator. Yeah, where you're I just like, have nothing to fucking play right now. It's sounded like replaying Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Um, you did burn through Immortals there pretty quick. You were... Oh, every time I logged on, you were like, trophy, 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 trophy. And I'm like, 
Jesus, man. Well, by the end of it, I was basically just grinding on trophies, but the new DLC is coming out fairly soon. Um, they've already done the update that shows the trophies for it, so it's got to be on its okay. way. Okay. Um, and that's like you becoming like a new demigod in Olympus. Uh, the other two DLCs, one is like Eastern based. Okay. So like Japanese gods, okay. I assume. Chinese gods. Something. Um, yeah. Um, I'm sure it'll be just be Zeus making California roll jokes like I was. Um, I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, and then the third one's like the forgotten gods, which I assume were just like some of the Greek gods they didn't really bring up. Um, if I may, segue. Yeah. Great segue into gods. American Gods season three premiere. I know you don't watch it. Yeah. Uh, nor did you read the book. It's a book. Uh, also a TV show based on a book. Started um, off as a book, went to a TV show. It did. Uh, I read the book and it's kind of companion book, uh, Nancy Boys. Uh, but American Gods, written by Neil Gaiman, uh, who we like. We like him a lot. We like him so much that one of us may have his signature tattooed on his body. Spoiler alert, it's me, gee, what a shock. Um, right beneath the uh, tattoo of his uh, titular character, Sandman, from the Sandman comics, which has been very secretive uh, with Netflix oh. doing the uh, series. They just released the second person cast for it. They're not saying who's cast. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, they we know who's playing Dream, which is some British guy. Um, but he does look like... I'm like, okay. Okay. He could be Dream. I'm okay with it. Um, and then the woman who was like the weird like blonde lesbian Valkyrie character from Game of Thrones she was on a season I didn't watch okay um, but anyway she's kind of like a warrior like a you know a lady okay but kind of butch um, so anyway and her name escapes me because I don't care enough. Um, I, I just I see her as being despair, and I don't want to. No, Siri, I didn't summon you. I don't know what made you do that. So, um, but American Gods season three, Gwendolyn Christie. Thank you. So that um, was her. Yes, she's okay. what is it, Brienne of Tarth or yeah. something like that. Um, I remember reading that earlier today, but yeah. She's the one where, like, the guy with the beard's, like, always staring at her. Yep. Like, yeah. The wildling like, guy's like, like Yeah, mm. he's like, mm, hey, baby. Like, that meme. And she's like... And she's like, nope. She obviously, it's on the all-girls team. Um, hey. I don't know if they hook up or not, actually. I don't know. But, um... So, speaking of the gaming shows, uh, American Gods Season 3. Season 2 kind of lost its way bit. Um, well, the showrunners on the first season left. Uh, I think the showrunner who's oh, what is his name? Jesse Alexander, who was uh, worked on uh, Heroes, is how I know him. Okay. Um, 
I think he was just kind of thrust into the role of like showrunner, and he was like, okay. So there were like a lot of like tone shifts. There were a lot of like filler episodes. I think he was just trying to he was just treading water. Um, and then he split, and the new showrunners were like, okay, we need to get back on track. Um, having read the book, it's one of those where you have a finite amount of story. Like, they're really not, like, writing, like, new material that... Ex- it, it expands stuff on, like, some of the characters, but, like, there's no, like, oh, and then this wasn't in the book, but, like, there's a new story about this character or that character. Yeah. Um, this season picks up with uh, Shadow Moon having to go to Lakeside, Wisconsin, uh, which pretty much like the middle of the book um and he has now been framed is not the right word but he's been accused of a murder oh goodness which in the books I think he was a suspect for like a hot second and they're like everything checks out which they said in the show yeah um but don't go anywhere and he's like well fuck I'm trapped in Lakeside which is what his dad, uh, Odin, basically, played uh, Mr. Wednesday, played by the amazing Ian McShane, um, wants. He wants him stuck in Lakeside for all intents and purposes right now. Um, basically, the war is... The war between the new gods and the old gods is coming. Like It, it can't not happen... Or can't not start by the end of the season. Um, the new gods, of course, are like... Technology, media, um, well, money's the oldest god yeah. uh, between the two, uh, between the old and, and new gods. But what you consider the old gods are like Odin, Thor, um, Loki. Uh, Maybe, I don't know. Loki's been implied. Okay. I will say that just for spoilers' sake. Um, But the new guys tend to be able to change their shape. It's a whole thing. Because now Mr. World is Miss World? Huh. Um, and I don't know. From what I'm to gather, like, Crispin Glover didn't get fired. So I'm wondering if it's a strategic casting move based on that I know what happens in the book. Um, but if you're left wondering, uh, season three, back on track. I think back on track. Okay. Um... You're meeting. They're reestablishing like the characters, like everyone's getting back on track. Uh, the story's getting back on track. Um, and if you read the book, you obviously know. You know what happened to the girl, the missing girl. So, um, but if you did read the book, then I don't recommend reading the book to find out because that's, just watch the show. Oh, the reveal on that shit is crazy. Um, also the some interesting casting choices they have the woman oh, I can't remember her name uh, something uh, Julia Julie or Julia Sweeney who played Pat on SNL the weird like can't tell if it's a boy or a girl like it's Pat um, character uh, plays someone working at Hendelman's hardware store which once again in the book plays a big part of the um, the lakeside 
Wisconsin bitch. Okay. Um, so, I don't want to say too much because I know if I start explaining it to you, then you're either going to say the spoiler, you're going to guess it, or Something. I'm going to blurt it out. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, obviously, it's a great book, uh, regardless, and I recommend anything that Neil Gaiman has written. Scanning, scanning, scanning. Yep. I'll, uh, yeah. Anything he's written. Um, maybe not as nonfiction. It's a little dry for me, but. Okay. Um, the meat and potatoes of this episode. The one we've got all the notes for. Wanda Spoilers. Division. For the children. Oh, God. Um, WandaVision. Um, yeah, so huge spoilers. We're going to get into the first two episodes of WandaVision. The hit, question mark, as far as I know, uh, show on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It's the first thing we've seen from, from the Marvel Cinematic Universe in over a year. Yeah. Thanks, COVID. Um, I did not want to see fucking Black Widow. Asshole year. Um, still haven't released Black Widow. They could have... Yeah. If they would have done the fucking, like, $30 for Black Widow, the same they did with Mulan, I would have been like, I'm fucking in. Mulan, I could give a rat's ass about. Yeah. Black Widow, on the other hand, I want... I, I'm I, ready for I, that I, I would have paid. I would have paid. I would have paid you. And I, I would have I would have paid friends. And been like, I need to see Black Widow. Um, it's been over a year since we've been back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And uh, I got some notes. Um, I have no idea what's going on. That's the second note, but yeah, we'll jump right into that. Even if you did read the comics and kind of get a sense of Wanda's reality warping powers, what the fuck is going on? Is she doing this on her own? Is she uh, being held captive? Is she being manipulated from like outside sources? Yeah. Because no one talks about what happened after Endgame. Yeah. With her. With Spider-Man, he went off and fought, you know, uh, Mysterio. Handsome Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, And uh, I'd love him even when he had a bubble for a head. Sexy motherfucker. Um, But anyway. uh, I got sidetracked by my love of Jake Paltrow. Um... Even if you read the comics and you know about her powers and you know the history and you know House of M and you know Avengers uh, Disassembled, I still don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I still don't know what the fuck's going on. They've peppered it enough weirdness uh, that we'll get into deeper later in a second um, that I'm like, well, wait, now hold on. Like, it could be this, but it could be that, but it could be this, but it could be that. Yeah. Um... Because you've got things like sword, um, which in the comics was shield, but against aliens. Yeah. Sword and shield. Ha ha ha. Very clever, Joss Whedon. Um, who created shield? Anyway, or um, uh, sorry, sword. But sword was supposed to be um, like extraterrestrial, you know, alien threats. 
But now they've changed the S and W to be. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I've got a reminder on my uh, my watch about my Harry Potter game. Um, don't worry about it, Internet. Um, I'm not. Uh, that's the S and W in Sword stands for sentient weapon, which means like. Uh, what do they call them? Inhumans or enhanced humans yeah. or whatever it is. Not sentient weapons. Ooh, that just turned my spine to glass, and I apologize for anyone that had to hear that on the mic. I'm sorry. Uh, it's the price you pay. But, um, yeah, it's like some kind of like sentient weapon OR department. That's what sword stands for. Oh, you're... Are you fading? Am I boring you? No, you're not boring me. Okay, I know. Um, Rough work schedule. Yes. Uh, the day job's been really running Christina into the ground, and um, my whole joke is whenever, like, you know, Deb would yawn, I'd go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not boring you. <laughs> but, um, so you do see uh, at the end of the first episode uh, when WandaVision, the pseudo-show, I'll call it? Yeah. Like the sitcom aspect of it yeah. is rolling. Uh, there's someone like taking notes in a sword notebook. Um, also, apparently, I didn't realize this, and this is so fucking deep Easter eggy that it's ridiculous. But apparently, one of the names on those credits was someone who survived the blip and was mentioned in the Spider Man movie. Huh. Like, you know how they talk about, like, oh, like, the people who got returned after the blip are, like, five years younger or yeah. whatever, five years older. Apparently, like, one of the, like, one of the cast members, uh, Abe Young, I want to say, I could be wrong, um, is, like, yeah, mentioned in, like, huh. Spider-Man Homecoming as surviving the blip and becoming a, obviously, well, not mentioned. Well, mentioned in Homecoming, but not mentioned as being an agent of sorts. Sorry, that was confusing. Long-winded, long walk, short pier, yeah. falling off of it. Okay. Um, agent Wu is the voice on the radio in the episode in episode two. They don't yeah. have names. It's episode two, which I think is oh, interesting. Because um, there's no spoilers in terms of like titles. Yeah. Um, Agent Wu was, of course, established in uh, Ant-Man and Wasp as the guy who's watching over uh, Paul Rudd while he was on house arrest and wants to know how the car trick was done. Uh, Randall Park is the actor's name. And I saw him like on the IMDb for the show, and I'm going, we haven't seen him, we haven't seen a few other like uh, cast members. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where this goes in the next six yeah. episodes. Um, not a clue on what's happening. Do you want to j- jump in whenever you? She was not pregnant, and then all of a sudden pregnant. Okay, but I know like you've read the comics, but for like the show yeah, and I, how I, it I, happened, I kinda, it was kind of like I kind of have a tangential note on that. So I will say in the comics, uh, Scarlet Witch used two. For all intents and purposes, we'll just call them lost souls, dead souls. Yep. Uh, to impregnate herself with she and the Vision's children. She, she and the Vision's... Her and the Vision's children, grammatically correct. 
children who end up becoming uh, part of the new Avengers, which is actually going to be coming up in Marvel's MCU. Um, and uh, one of them is Wiccan. No, I'm sorry, the Asgardian, uh, who has like magical abilities and it's a speedster, haha, <laughs> like her brother. Yep. In the, in the um, in the movie in the MCU, Quicksilver. dead dead brother, yeah, Quicksilver. Um, so the fact that she's manifesting reality warping powers alone is very yeah. Avengers disassembled. Is very House of M. Is very um, very her, like losing her fucking mind uh, through grief, through trauma. But Doug, you said she uh, took the the souls from the devil. Well, it's funny you should mention that, Christina. Uh, Because at one point, a character named Dottie says, who runs everything, says, the devil's in the details. And Catherine Hunt's character, Agnes, which we'll get to momentarily, says, that's not the only thing he's into. Which you're meant to, like, elicit, like, ha, ha, ha. You know, like, sexy or whatever. Like, that, you know, Dottie's not as innocent as she seems. Yeah, she doesn't look very innocent. She kind of gives off an evil vibe. Well, she should. She's played by Emma Caulfield. I'm sorry, with married name. Emma Caulfield Ford. But Emma Caulfield uh, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She played the uh, vengeance demon who eventually became semi-human? Question mark? Um, And ended up dating and marrying Xander uh, from the Scooby gang from um, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who has a thing about rabbits? So it's kind of funny that like she was like, "Hey, rabbits," and I'm like, huh. "That was a, that was a reference to like Buffy from like 20 years ago." That she doesn't like bunnies. Um, what do they need such good eyesight for anyway? Yeah. Is what she said. Um, or maybe it's midgets. That's me referencing Buffy. But anyway, um, there's a lot of internet theories. And one of them is that Dottie is Memphisto. Okay. The other is that Agnes is Agatha Harkness, who was um, kind of a... She was like kind of the Doctor Strange of black magic, I guess you'd say. Okay. Uh, she was a, like a grand witch, sorceress, who ended up training um, Wanda Maximoff in the... I don't know. 80s. Okay. Um, in the comics. So the fact that it's like Agnes and Devil in the Details, like, they're starting to kind of get into the whole... Like, play with things and bring them in and... They are. That was very vague. And, uh... Yeah. But the, there could be Mephisto, there could be Agatha Harkness. They're, they're really digging deep on mythology here. Yeah. Uh, both in Marvel and in... Uh, Wanda and the Vision. So, um, I mean, I thought it was fun that they played with like the 1950s yeah. uh, tropes where they had like separate beds and then like everything got scared and they moved the bed together and then like she was like, oh, now hold on. Bleep. And like now they have the same bed. Yeah. Which wouldn't have happened in the 50s. I mean, just Hayes Act. 
alone. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing them play with the 70s tropes. Yeah. Uh, and then kind of the 90s tropes. And then the modern tropes uh, as the series goes on. I think it looks like every couple episodes are going to kind of jump a couple yeah. decades. Um, but it'll be fun to watch them do like everything from Bewitched to um, All in the Family to Roseanne to mm-hmm. now like the Avengers. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting what they do. Be I know you see. had um, some thoughts on. Well, then there was the guy that popped up from underneath the manhole, which is the beekeeper or whatever it was. Not, not a euphemism; it's actual manhole. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was surrounded by bees, which was kind of weird. Bees. I have to do that every time. Sorry. Um, it's a reference, but um, the fact that. Uh, Beekeepers tend to be how AIM, uh, Advanced Idea Mechanics, uh, which was started by Aldrich Killian, Killian Aldrich, whatever his fucking name was, yeah. uh, Guy Pearce in uh, Iron Man 3, uh, was started. Their henchmen tend to be like in like little beekeeper outfits, they make a ton of jokes about the comics, blah, blah, blah. Um, what happened to AIM after Iron Man killed their founder? So, we don't know what's going on. Once again, we go back to the whole um, Agent Wu on the... Uh, radio. On the radio going, who's doing this to you? Yeah. And now we have a beekeeper, like, slash... What and that's like when a, she looks at the beekeeper and she's like, no, no. And, like, sends back time. She rewinds fucking reality. Yeah. And then she's pregos. She was prego before she rewound it, but... I... I think she was a little paunchy when... Uh, On the magic act, but the first time bef- when they go outside to hear the noise, she was still pregnant. So, well, let's, get, let's get into the noises, by the way. The tree. Yeah, it was a tree, but doesn't it seem like it's weird that like something was like seemingly trying to, quote-unquote, get into this reality? Like, it seemed like... Something yeah. was banging up against it, and then she finds a helicopter. Yeah, she found the helicopter, which was in color. With a sword logo on it. Oh, I didn't see that one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it was... Now, this is a far... This is a stretch. But it was red and yellow like Iron Man. But yeah. Like, the fact... It, it did have a sword logo on it, yes. Well, and then Dottie, when she cut her hand, it was... The blood was actually red. And, and she didn't really react. And by the way, uh, Dottie wasn't wearing a bandage after that. At all. Oh, yeah. At all. So I'm like, I think she's the devil. And I don't and I don't mean that like in a like, eh, like cute kind of way. I'm like, I think she's Memphisto. Um, at one point she goes, oh, Dottie, your, uh, your roses are divine. I'm going, mm-hmm, divine, the devil. Cross understanding on, on that, yeah. that meaning. Um, I, I'm excited to see where it goes. I am too. Once again, like having read the comics, uh, knowing what I know, I don't know where it's going. I really don't. I am glad that like they're only doing like two episodes of the '50s shtick. Yeah. Because uh, that would have been really annoying afterwards. Um, though you and I both loved uh, basically drunk vision 
Oh yeah, when the gum got stuck in his. Well, and I love that they did like the like little cartoon of like the gum and like the gears, and it's like, like the like. Yeah, upset stomach kind yeah. of feeling. Um, but it was like that. They did play those like tropes where it's like. The first episode was like, oh, I thought it was our anniversary, but like your boss is coming to dinner, yeah. and then and that was creepy because she was like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop and it. She's like, they didn't help it. him. Um, once again, Deborah Jo Rupp, I love shoots from the, that seventy yep. show. Um, the guy, uh, the boss was from um, a few things I've watched. Uh, he was in, uh, in a world by like Bell and. Um, what am I thinking of here? Uh, he was in a Coen Brothers movie, A Simple Man, or something like that. It was, like, my least favorite Coen Brothers movie. Okay. You're fading as I talk about Coen I Brothers am. movie. I am. I'm sorry. So, it's all right. I'm trying. So, uh, we will wrap up uh, here, basically. Um, this is episode... Is it 98? 98. Um, so, be paying attention for some new news. Yeah. Uh, some big changes, uh, not big changes, some very fun changes uh, in the next couple episodes, which we'll probably talk about probably next week. Not next week. Like, not next week. No. I'm getting eye pitched. Um, the week after. Next week, it'll be yes. So, uh, beginning of February, check us out uh, because there, there's going to be some really fun news. Uh, and uh, so, uh, nerd vomit. I'm a nerd. I'm Doug, or something. Something like that. Something. And um, you're falling asleep, and I'm still vomiting. Trying. Which Mr. sounds like <laughs> that moment in Breaking Bad where, like, it's for the children. For <laughs> all ones. For, for the, the children. children. If you like what you heard. Check some of our other shows out like Exotic Liability, Nerd Vomit, Black Falls, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The BACN on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or at www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.